welcome to the Fiercely Unstoppable Podcast. I'm your host, Brooke Allison, Mind Shift Coach and Achievement Strategist. I am here to help you completely up-level your confidence, find massive clarity, and dive deep into your purpose so that you can create a business and a mindset that is fiercely unstoppable. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you up-level your energy, bust through those fears, find clarity, and overcome all of the obstacles so that you can step into your most powerful and confident self. We do not let our circumstances hold us back. We become fiercely unstoppable in the pursuit of what sets our soul on fire. Get ready to up-level your confidence every single day and attract the life that you are absolutely obsessed with. Are you ready? Let's have some fun. Hello and welcome back. Woo! <laughs> We've got an awesome, super special guest for you today. This is my dear, dear friend, Alyssa J. Dillon, and she is a badass business strategist and mom to two Irish boys, twin boys to be exact. <laughs> she realized after having her kids, that the corporate life was not for her. So she decided to create her own empire. She scaled her accounting business to six figures in record time. Her real passion was leading others. And so she decided to step into the coaching world after being asked more than a few times for her expert advice. And she has grown two businesses, her second business into six figures in no time at all. She is incredible. She's amazing. You're going to want to get your notebook out and just really, really dive into this story that she has for us today and all of the tips and tricks she's going to give us. So let's just jump in. All right. Welcome back, you guys, to another episode of Fiercely Unstoppable. We have someone super awesome today, and I'm so excited. <laughs> uh, I can't wait to introduce you to Alyssa J. Dillon. Why don't you tell us, Alyssa, just start by giving us a little bit of background of where you are from, like how you got into this business, how it even came together, and where you are now in business. Awesome. Oh, my goodness. Well, thank you so much for having me on. Uh, so just background, geez. Um, so I'm originally from Western New York and I'm pretty close to Buffalo. A lot of snow at go Buffalo Bills. <laughs> um, we have the Bills Mafia over here. So, um, I started my career really in, uh, accounting and finance. I went to school for accounting and finance. I went to Rochester Institute of Technology. I became a CFO. I took a controller position. And from all of that, I ended up having two babies. Um, in one year, I have Irish twin boys. They oh my gosh. And four <laughs> in just a few months. Yes. They are little tiny monster people. Uh, I, I do love them. I swear. I know. Um, they're just really crazy. So when that happened, when I had these two boys in one year, I was like, oh my gosh, I, I have a huge need to be with my kids. Like, mm -hmm. I have to be with them. I cannot work like this. And if you know anything about like the accounting and finance world, there is mm -hmm. no such thing as short hours. Um, we have, right. it was just long days and, uh, that corporate world was not for me. I tried mm -hmm. doing some subcontracting for some nonprofits and that didn't work. Um, so I ended up basically quitting this one position I was in, uh, which was kind of like an outsourced CFO position because they wanted me to start coming into their office. And mm. I was like, you know what? 
Uh, I walked in one day and they gave me like this laundry list of things to do. And they said, Alyssa, uh, we need you to finish these things by the end of the day. And it felt very much like they were ready to get rid of me because I wasn't really showing up for them because I had these two babies, right? Hmm. Um, I was trying to get things done for them, but there was a lot that was being asked from me. So I was like, you know, I'm not actually going to do these things. I'm going to leave and never come back. And that's what I did. So I started offering outsourced CFO and accounting um, services to other small businesses locally. And what happened is I grew that business so fast that I found more people asking me to help them grow their business than people were actually asking me for outsourced CFO services. Right. So I became a business strategist and coach. Uh, and I teach people mostly about organic marketing, developing relationships, and really how to use social media to leverage, leverage an audience to make more money. Yeah. Well, I know you personally, obviously, and I know more insight on your life and your business and your fun celebrations, but why don't you tell people some of the really amazing things that you've been able to accomplish? Like, you know, I know you're making really good money in the, in the whole finance and accounting uh, business per se, but I'd love to to have you just kind of share your, your biggest wins and your biggest accomplishments 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 <laughs> um, so far in your business? Yeah. So um, it was a huge accomplishment for me when I started my accounting business. Honestly, I, I grew that. My first original goal was to make $2,000. Hmm. Um, and I quickly scaled that. I was doing about $27,000 a month in outsourced accounting services. Uh, which is is really unheard of for a lot of like solo entrepreneurs in that space. Yeah, um, I was just really smart about how I scaled it, and and that's what I've showed up to to teach people. Um, so last year, actually, I set a goal for this year to have my first six figure year um, because I started getting those twenty seven thousand dollar months. Well, yeah, uh, that would be like boom, boom, boom. <laughs> yeah, toward the end of last year, so. So this year I was like, well, I want to have a six figure year. I just want to, I just want to make a hundred thousand dollars. And, um, somebody in about January said, you want to make six figures? Like that's so doable for you. You're going so small. And mm-hmm. I was like, am I like, yeah, I guess you're right. I should be able to like hit that plus some. So I changed my goal and also keep in mind that I pivoted my business. Right. So I had to, I scaled back. I had to get rid of some of my clients um, so I was kind of starting over mm. in January and that was scary. Um, it was scary for my husband because we finally got to this point where he was feeling confident in my business <laughs> and here I was like, Hey honey, guess what? I'm doing something new. Um, and I'm getting rid of a bunch of my clients. <laughs> yeah. So I, I kind of stuck around that. Well, I'm going to just have a six figure year. Um, but somebody asked me to go bigger and they challenged me on that. And I was like, you know what? why don't I, why don't I shoot for a goal to have a $250,000 year? Like that sounds good. And I was able to do that in November. So I did that this year. I did that by November, the beginning of November, I had uh, reached 250,000. So I was super excited about that. Um, Woo, that's so exciting. And yeah. And more than anything, it's felt like such an easy month. Like I hit that and just had such an easy month. Um, some of my bigger accomplishments have been, having a month that I did $67,000 in sales, which was yes, amazing. That's awesome. Um, I did that back in August, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that oh, was really so fun. Cool. Yeah. Um, and really, you know, it's, it probably seems like 
we all brag about like the money and we're talking about the money stuff. Right. But one of the bigger things that I'm actually really proud of myself this year is like, I've really stepped into who I am as a person mm-hmm. and I've accomplished like being so freaking confident in me and who I want to work with and what I want to do. Like I have a clear vision um, and I'm not basing my life on anyone else's expectations anymore. And that's been like, mm-hmm. I, that's gold for me That's gold mm-hmm. because our entire 100%. lives are about everybody else's expectations for us. Um, and this is really the first year of my entire life. I can truly say I did everything for like me and my kids. Like yeah. we were number one. Ah, I love this. And I mean, that's, it's so true, right? Like, and I love, I love this idea. That's why we talk about so much confidence on this podcast. We talk about, um, belief. We talk about, um, just that inner energy activation that really changes you. And and once you have that, nobody can take that away from you. It's something that's like, it's just becomes a part of you. And it's this in, it's this invaluable resource that it's like, holy cow, you can't even put a price tag on it because it's so incredibly amazing. So I have so many questions to ask you from that awesome, awesome like intro and all the fun things. I'm like figuring out where I want to start. So, okay, let's talk about the mindset needed to be able to swap your business, right? So you went from having a successful business to being like, hmm, maybe I should actually kind of switch gears here and do something new. And then on top of that, let's scale that even bigger than what my other business was before. Right. Right. So what was the mindset you needed to have? And like, how could you get behind that? And how did you know it was time to change? Oh, that's a, such a good question. Um, so how did I know it was time to change? I knew because I really listened to the nudges. Like mm. I say that I've heard people say it to me, um, mm-hmm. listen to the nudges and I was being nudged this way for so long. Um, and it just felt like everyone kept coming to me saying, how did you do this? How did you do this? Can you share this with me? And it got to a point where I was giving this information away for so long for free. Um, sorry, y'all missed out. Just for free. I do give a lot of free value in my community. We'll talk about that later. Um, but I was giving away so much information for free about this that it was like, why am I not capitalizing on this? But mm. here's the thing, Brooke, I have to mention is that I figured so much of it out, out on my own that I didn't realize that it was something that people craved. I figured everyone knew what I was like. Everyone knew this stuff. Yeah. Cause it's something like, that you already know. It. You're like, yeah. okay, well I know this, this is a no brainer. And you know yeah. what? I think that's actually something we should do- totally dive into after you finish this answer. Because so often I come to this point where I'm like, wait, people, I need to teach this. Sometimes I'm like, okay, what can I still teach? What can mm-hmm. I still teach? But we forget how much we actually know. And so right. I think come back around to this um, yeah. and, and really talk about identifying what that is to know what to teach our clients. But mm-hmm. keep going with your answer because this is, this is yeah. so true though. You had all this information yeah. inside of you and you're giving away for free because you're like, well, people already know this stuff, yeah. but really they didn't. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, and it was really interesting when I realized, and I realized that I started to realize like, wow, I should really capitalize on this and I don't know how I'm going to do it. The biggest thing for me is the mindset piece that you talk about is that I felt like such an imposter. Mm. Like who am I to be teaching other people? Like, will they get results with me? And that was the biggest challenge I had that I had to get over. 
Um, but really, truly, I just got my first clients. I took massive action on it. Mm. I just listened and I said, you know what? I'm going to try it. I didn't throw all my chips in all at once. Um, it was really in April. I just started. So in January, I started showing up in this new way, this new, like take action. These are things you need to be doing in your business, mm-hmm. charging hourly, just like mm-hmm. value around this. And people started booking calls with me because of that value I was giving. They're like, how, I don't know what you do exactly, but can I work with you? Mm-hmm. That's honestly how it, so my mindset was I had to get over the imposter syndrome of who am I to teach this? Yeah. Like, do you have a suggestion on how you did that or like something that really helped you as you like go through these different tips? Um, I, I did it. I just, <laughs> you just did, did it. it. Okay. Just you just decided it. it was done. You're like, I'm no longer an imposter. Done. No, no, I mean like, no, I don't mean that. I mean like I just oh. took the actions. I you took the action. The got it, got it, got it, got it. But I think that the decision though does have yeah. a lot of effect of, of that as well. Like the just deciding right. that I'm going to do it, I'm choosing to believe, mm-hmm. right? And I'm and yeah. I, I and you did it, and then here you are, right? And then you saw right. the results. I got my first clients and I was scared as hell. Like I just took these people's (laughs) money and I had no idea what I was actually going to end up teaching them. I just knew I was doing one-on-one coaching and I was going to give them everything I could. And you're going to be like, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. And I, I had no idea how to position this. I was just like, you know what? I'm going to help you. I'm going to just do, let's get on weekly calls and I'll help you. We'll work through whatever you have. And I kind of right. gave myself a basic guideline. Like, well, first we're going to set goals and first we're going to yeah. do this. Um, and I, I figured out so much more since then. And I've, I've been able to really uh, become a better coach since then. Right. I wouldn't be the coach I am today if I yeah. didn't take on those first clients. 100%. And them get results, P.S. That was the most incredible thing. The imposter syndrome went away so fast because all of my one-on-one clients got results with me immediately. Mm. And so I was like, oh, okay, I do know what I'm talking about. Mm. Like, they validated that for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know not everyone has the liberty of, like, having that happen because sometimes it's a matter of, like, you might get a one-on-one client, might be your first one-on-one client, and they don't. And they don't do anything, right? And they don't get the results. Yeah. They don't get the results. They don't do anything. And that might be that you, you can internalize that. And that's happened to me too. I'm not Mm going to even say that doesn't happen to me. I've internalized people not getting results. Like what am I not doing? Right. Um, Yes. That happens to like, and that's what people need to remember. I'm so glad you're bringing that up because it happens at every level. Like, you know, (laughs) fears creep up at every single level. Like I feel Mm -hmm. like not necessarily imposter because I don't necessarily feel like an imposter anymore, but there's still like that energy of like, do I know what I'm doing sometimes? Like, wait, yeah. what? <laughs> yeah. Even though we know away. it doesn't go yeah. away. It just, it, it almost morphs into a different creature. It like yeah. changes shape. It's like a shapeshifter that just changes as you grow. And it's like, I'm back, you know? And it's yeah. like, <laughs> sorry, I'm, like yes. visualizing, I'm visualizing this little creature, like on my desk. Like he's like, Hey, Hey, you thought you got rid of me, but now I look like this. Like, yeah. And it's, yeah. I'm so glad that you mentioned it though, because I think that sometimes when we see successful people, especially in the online space, and when we see people making this money, having these multiple five figure months, like scaling to multiple six figures, scaling to millionaire status and seeing mm-hmm. people, we almost at times can put them on a pedestal. Or, or think that like, oh my gosh, well, they must have something that I don't have. And that's just not true. You know? Right. It's not, it's not at all. I, um, 
uh, I, <laughs> I, it, it feels cliche to say, but like, I literally feel like if I can do this, anyone can. Like, mm. I'm from a very small farm town. Like, I mean, even like Walmart was like 25 minutes away from my house. Like, oh my we God. had nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, we're, there are more cows than people. Uh, <laughs> I, and most of my life, I've had people say things like, what do you live under, like a rock? Like, how do you not know about this or this? When I went to college, it was like a whole new world. I was like, oh, wow, there's, like, this is so interesting. It just, mm-hmm. oh my gosh. And even just breaking into this space. So I also didn't have social media. Like, mm-hmm. didn't have it. Oh my gosh. I, I don't around about the this this challenge that's been was going on at one point uh-huh. um about like I don't understand how people are finding these pictures of themselves for te- from 10 years ago like yeah. I'm about that because I didn't have social media I didn't have like I that's didn't I just so funny. I don't feel like I have access to pictures of myself from 10 years ago like I'm living a completely different life yeah and, and everybody's like well I got them on Facebook and I was like stop taking me so ultra serious like I understand <laughs> that you have Facebook right but I, like, like, I did not <laughs> I did not have this stuff I was mm-hmm. not doing this like I probably maybe had a flip phone I don't even know mm. what I was doing in 2009 I love that, like, with all of this stuff, though, it's like you had so many quote-unquote obstacles that, like, were thrown up in your face, right? Um, I've never done social media. I'm from a small town. The the imposter, well, who am I to actually do this? Um, Well, I don't even know if I can help these people, (laughs) you know, like, all of these things, right? And, like, then the obstacles of maybe having your kiddos, like, I mean, not that that's an obstacle, but, you know, but it is in a sense, like, it's it's all these these perceived obstacles that that could be coming up for you and you chose mm-hmm. to do it anyway and you yeah. chose to just do the damn thing and then of course a lot of those fears the little gremlins of the little shapeshifter that lives on your desk you know becomes really tiny and like squashable and like that's just like a really beautiful place to be so Mm, cool. Love it. I love like sharing that though, because I think that, you know, life happens to all of us. And I think that social media becomes a place where mm, sometimes we can make life look so glamorous that that it almost perceives as nothing bad happens. And I love when people can yeah. share that experience of, no, I, I had all of those things too. And I mm-hmm. just do it anyways. And now look at what happened. Yeah. And, and Brooke, I I don't know, I didn't necessarily plan to share or talk about this, Mm -hmm. but I want to remind you and remind your audience that like Mm -hmm. a lot of my massive action taking is really based on trauma that I've experienced in my Mm -hmm. life. Um, I think I was given this just innate ability to take action even through fear because Mm. I know how precious our life is. Mm. Um, And and to give people some background on that, uh, I've only recently talked about it more publicly that my family actually experienced a quadruple homicide and my mother was the only survivor. Yeah. So I think that story, that backstory is so important to all of this because – I live life to the fullest, like no damn excuses. I am doing whatever I say I'm doing because I don't get a second chance. Right. And I, um, 2009 was a time where I experienced that and I figured that out. Right. Wow. Like I, I realized really young, like, okay, this is it. Like, what am I doing with my life? Where do I want to be? And yeah. it took me, I mean, nine years to get to 
well, 10 years, 10 years to get to where I am today. But like, I, I, I don't want everyone to have to experience the trauma that I went through in order to be the person who does the things, but like, get right. shit done, do what right. you say you want to do. Right. Um, this is it. We have one opportunity right now. Yeah. There's no more leases on life. Like this is all we have. Mm-hmm. And I um, think that I'm so glad that you shared that. And I'm, I'm so sorry to, to hear that about your family. And, um, you know, it's so interesting. I was like, I just knew that you were going to have this really beautiful blossoming episode and story here for these listeners to show them all about this embodiment of fiercely unstoppable. Like that's the whole point yeah. of this. Right. And, um, you know, no matter what we go through, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know a lot of people that maybe went through something quite as as traumatizing as as that kind of a situation but everybody goes through their own trauma and it's 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 allowing yourself and giving yourself the permission to be able to see it in a different way and you were able to do that you gave yourself that permission and said you know what this is my only life I'm even though I feel these fears like I'm going to do it anyways. And I, I think that is just so incredible. And that's exactly what this whole episode is about. It's just noticing that, you know, we all have that something along those lines, whatever that is. And you can choose to either be the victim or victorious at all moments. Yeah. And absolutely. And I, I see, uh, sometimes I think my tagline in my community is like, we make money, not excuses. Yes, I love it. It's so <laughs> good. <laughs> I was like, damn, why did I think of that? <laughs> I, when I thought of it, I was like, I am brilliant. <laughs> You're like, this is why people pay me the big bucks. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, I, my mind is amazing. Um, but, but really what that comes down to is like, it's not that I don't feel remorse or I don't like, I am an empath. I feel people's hardships. I do. It's, it is a challenging part of stepping into the coaching world because you see people go through different walks of life and you're like, Oh, like I'm feeling this so hard for you, but we all have our own things. Mm -hmm. And, and like it, there's no comparing apples to oranges. It's right. just the only thing that cures these fears mm-hmm. is action. Yes. Like a hundred million don't percent make excuses. Yes. Don't be a victim. Like this is it. Like mm-hmm. if you do the thing, the fear goes away over and over and over again. It's proven yeah. over and over and over again. Um, yeah, and I, something I teach my my clients in depthly, and I think, gosh, if we go way back, actually, I think I did another episode on it recently. But I talk about the cycle of emotions, and we go through them at all moments in time, all of the time. You know, we're, there's never a time that we're not going through them. But what I talk about is action always brings you back to excitement. It always gets you back to the place of where you need to be. So. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about specifics though. Like to to be able to scale a business, to be able to even have more clients, to be able to take care of our family, wherever people are that are listening right now who just who want more abundance so they can make the impact and in the influence that they want in addition to the freedom that they want. What action do we need to take every single day non-negotiable? Like what needs to be happening there? Non-negotiable every single day, we need to focus on building relationships. Yeah. Every single day. Um, and not, and not relationships. I I talk about like, don't look at people as dollar signs, look at people Mm -hmm. as people and you 
could potentially solve a major pain point from them, but you don't know without getting to know them and without them getting to know you. Right. So focus on nurturing those relationships, show up for your people every day consistently. Um, building a brand, it, you don't, you don't get the ability to show up once a week and build a brand. Right. We don't yeah. get to do that. Uh, we have to be in, be in, not in an aggressive way, but be in front of people, be in front of people's faces and let them know we're here. Hmm. If you're not there to show up for them, nurture them, give them value, um, and even just interact as a person, like they're a person and you're a person, just mm-hmm. that interaction, that engagement element, um, that's going to give them the ability to, to build trust with you. So yeah. when you're ready to self to sell to them, they have, they're, they're ready. Like I love and trust you and I want to buy from you. Um, hmm. non-negotiable, you got to build relationships every single yeah. day. If you're not doing that, you're, they're building relationships with somebody else. Right. Yeah. And I mean, nobody can buy from you if they don't even know who you are, (laughs) right? Like you can't, you can't make the impact if we don't even do that. And I think that, you know, that that a lot of fear comes from this idea of selling because we project fears onto, well, what if nobody buys Mm -hmm. rather than remembering this isn't about us. Let's put the focus back on the people. And I think that's a really beautiful way to do that. Um, you know, strategy wise, I mean, I think that, I mean, like, okay, so strategy-wise, showing up, for, we need to be nurturing. We need to be building relationships. I know yep. you are not a DM kind of a lady. So can you kind of enlighten no. how you like to teach building relationships, like, via social media? Social mania? Whoa, what is happening? I mean, social mania, social mania, okay? Yeah, that sounds good. <laughs> social media and in an organic way, like, what are... What are maybe like the top three tips that you have for building relationships in an organic way to increase more revenue in their business? Yeah. Um, So grow your audience every day. Um, What I call be nice on the internet. Uh, (laughs) So maybe engaging in other groups. If somebody asks a question, instead of saying like, you should book a call with me, just answer their question. Yeah. Actually have. And maybe direct them to a Facebook group and say, if you want mm-hmm. more information from me, go here. That's taken so much more nicely than, mm. oh, I have a program all about this. You can buy it here. Or why don't right. you book a call? Like book a call. I just asked a question. Like, <laughs> what? Yes. And that's what I see people doing. Somebody in a group will say like, hey, I just have a question. Um, what's your guys' opinion on, or I'm trying to get more visible. I'm trying uh-huh. to get more visible. Um, I'm not sure what to do. What are you guys doing with Instagram? And people are like, oh, I have a program for this. Book a call. Right. Yeah. And you're like, I just wanted, right. (laughs) No, they didn't ask for that. They're going to be more receptive and responsive to the people who really just show up and give value. Mm -hmm. Um, so show up and give value, engage in other groups. Mm -hmm. Um, that's really important. Um, always drive traffic to your preferred platform. So always have a place that's like your number one. Like where's your number, where's your club? Like where, is, where do you want to take people? Where do you want to party with them? Yeah. That's so much of this. Um, yeah. If you're just engaging in- I love groups, that. Where do you want to party with them? 
that's yeah. such a fun way to talk about it because it is like it's a it's a fun freaking party right like yeah. what you know and I, I love that because it, it makes me feel like it's more of a community and an in a personal relationship of like who do I like where do I actually want to like be able to hang out with these people like literally hang out with them you know like that's such exactly. a cool cool way to think about it yeah and and so when people talk about like, well, I don't have engagement in my, my Facebook group or my yeah. Facebook community. I'm like, are you having fun with them? Like maybe you're, maybe you're not having fun with them. Maybe you're looking at this Facebook group as like this business platform. Mm -hmm. have fun. Like be yourself, show up authentically. Yeah. Uh, drop the, drop the business, um, the business suit, like drop that at the door. Come right. to the Facebook group and have yes. a party. Yes. And I think it's remembering think, that like everybody just wants to feel important and they want to feel heard. That's, yeah. that's, that's the truth. Yeah. You know, that's a great, great thing to talk about. Like give them ways to talk about themselves. Like mm. everyone wants to talk about themselves. It's, it's people like, love talking about themselves. Wow. Yeah, this is so, so true. Oh my gosh, I love this. Okay, so earlier, I kind of put a pin in this and we were talking about, okay, I was giving away all this free stuff, all this free stuff, because I thought people just knew it already. I thought people just knew it yeah. already. So how can we nurture our audience and really um, build this build this experience for our clientele to be able to convert more by identifying what we already know? So how can we, one, identify what we know and then turn it into valuable content that will then, you know, kind of convert more as well. But like, it's, there's kind of multiple parts in that. So like, how did you first yeah. identify, um, well, this is stuff that I know, but it's also something that someone needs and they can learn from and I can sell this because they need this. Jeez. I think probably <laughs> the biggest thing is what are people asking? What are people asking of you? What did they, mm. you, if somebody's, so Sometimes I simply ask, what do you guys want to learn from me? Because then it yeah. makes me realize like I possess something that they think I have and right. I'm doing that I don't even recognize in myself. Right. So that's a huge one for me. I still do this. I still do this. Like, I'm like, what do you guys want to learn today? And everybody writes in the comments and I'm like, oh, okay. I can, I, you want to hear about that? Sure. Like, you're like, I yeah, of course I'll talk about that. Yeah. And of course I'll talk about it. Um, and so really just learning. And if you don't have an audience to do that, right. um, it's really probably talking to your friends, family, anybody that you have done business about, like what, what's been the biggest like piece of advice that I've given you? Where do I show up and give you the most value? What has helped you the, the most in our relationship? What are people mm -hmm. always asking you for? You have to be uh, hyper aware of yourself. Hmm. This is something that's really difficult in the beginning of a, being a business owner is we don't have the like hyper awareness um, or even just like being very intuitive about like what are other people doing? What are other people saying? Hmm. So even just like evaluating like your steps and your process and asking, simply mm. asking, ask another audience. Hey guys, I know how to do X, Y, and Z really well. Mm -hmm. Is this something people want? 
Like, is it actually, yeah. I think people also love polls. So it's like, if you could formulate the words already and figure out, okay, I have all of this knowledge. What, what is the most important thing that people want to learn? Like now, like tomorrow, like yesterday, um, because people love voting on shit. (laughs) It's so fun. People love to do that. So it's like having that option to be able to do that. But I think, I think another tip with this too, as, as you were talking, And I think it's so important to go to people and like ask them, like, what do you want? Like, what do you want? Like utilize your audience. Something I do too, when people join my Facebook group, I put down, Hey, what are your top three struggles right now? I have a list of probably 500 things that my clients are struggling with that I can just go look at any minute. If I'm ever like, what do I, I don't know what to talk. And guys, I still, sometimes I'm like, I don't know what to talk about. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. what do I talk about today? I don't know. And then then I just, am like, okay, that's not my logical brain. Okay. Logical brain Brooke comes back and says, girl, you got this. Let's go look at this damn long list. And like, let's talk about it, you know, and, and really identify that. But sometimes I think also in addition to doing this research, it's sitting down pen to paper. What does my client need more than anything? What do they need? What are they struggling with? How can I solve their problem today? Building that relationship that you talked about earlier. Yeah. And, and that's, uh, that's sometimes what I, I give people as homework. Like mm-hmm. you solve a lot of problems right now and just do a brain dump. Like mm-hmm. what are all the things I'm really good at? Mm-hmm. Write them all down, but then go cross off with the things that don't light you up. Like yeah. I'm really good at bookkeeping. I don't want to do that. So I'm crossing that off my damn list. Like I don't know. Oh, bummer. Do I thought I could hire you as a yeah. bookkeeper. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was like, I, that doesn't excite me either. <laughs> so thank you. But I'm not going to do that. I have about probably 3,000 references for you though. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, that's so funny. That's so funny. Okay, so you really told us a uh, transformation story already, but um, I'm hoping maybe we could discuss like one more because this podcast is all about stepping into your fiercely unstoppable self. So, can you tell us about a time that you had to overcome an obstacle, and when you did, you just felt so victorious? That's a good question. Okay. Um, you know what? I'm going to come to the thing that's top of mind. Perfect. Uh, some of the, and I, I'm hesitant to talk about this on a podcast, but I'm going to, mm. because I think it's important. Yeah. Some of the biggest obstacles I've had to overcome have been hiring coaches. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hiring a coach can be amazing for your business it can also be detrimental to your mental health. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have been in numerous experiences with numerous coaches that I haven't been happy with, and I've got to learn from their, their mistakes, in right. my opinion. Right, right. Um, but uh, not feeling supported has been, has been huge. Like, we're, we're supported by our family to an extent. Like, my husband really doesn't know what I do. Um, <laughs> and he thinks I work a lot. And yeah. that's a problem. Yeah. So, uh, and I don't actually. I'm just not, like, a stay-at-home mom anymore. So that's, mm, like, it's it just different. that, too. It's a different energy. Yeah. You know, it's just different. But I had some experiences. Um, one of the biggest things that happened for me was I was in I was in two different situations. The first coaching experience I had, um, my testimonial and my information was used 
on mm-hmm. podcasts and in webinars. Wow. My wow. That's so weird. Approval. And not in a way that was like my student or my client. It was my full blown name. Mm. So, and I didn't give permission for this and it felt very strange to me. And I was like, why wouldn't you have a conversation with me about this? And that person actually put it back on me and said, is this out? You're, you're going to waste your call today talking to me about this. And I was mm. like, uh, no, you're, you can give me another call because we're still going to talk about this. Mm. So that was a hard conversation. I mm-hmm. feel like I had to have a lot of hard conversations. I also had to terminate a coach. I was mm-hmm. in a situation where I, I showed up for a coach and I was like, yes, this sounds great. Everything you're talking to me about it, like, this is what I want. Um, and I was very like all in, but there was r- no real strategy. It was just like this Voxer communication where if I had a question, I, they responded and I was like, mm-hmm. but I, I need tools. Like I need, I need a system. I need somebody to like, give me a to-do list of things I need yeah. to be doing every day in my business. Right. Um, yeah. And I had signed a contract for that and I had to have a really hard time. Like I, I had to have that hard conversation and get out of that contract. Right. Like if it's possible or, you know, creating a new contract and everything too. Cause like the contracts, like, like they are, you know, it's one of those things that they are like, they are legally binding. So it's, it's coming mm-hmm. up with an agreement that is a, yeah. you know, is, is, is something that works for both of you. But you know, and I, and, and I mean, for me too, like I've, I've had multiple, um, situations, coaches, et cetera, where, um, I think the biggest word for me is like disappointed where yeah. it's, you know, cause here's the deal, you guys, if you're disappointed because of your results, I'm going to have you look into a mirror right away because your yeah. results are a hundred percent up to you. Like yes. my results that I have received with Brooke Allison coaching and anything that I've done in my entire life is because of Brooke. Alyssa, your results are because of you, because of Alyssa. And so with everybody else. So if that's like, so I want to be really clear here because I think this is such an important thing to talk about because nobody talks about this stuff because it is scary. It's a little taboo. It's a little like wonky. It's a little like, right. Um, And and it's not that we're bashing anybody or talking ill Mm -hmm. of anyone, but it is one of those things that it's like understanding that honestly, I think this is even more why we need even more powerful, like powerhouses, coaches who are ready to do the work with their clients, who are really ready yeah. to have transformation, who believe in what they do. Because I couldn't imagine treating some of my clients the way that I've been treated by, by yeah, certain exactly. I couldn't imagine it. Yeah. I couldn't imagine not re- like I have had coaches where I haven't been responded. I couldn't get a response for over two to three weeks. Oh my God. I talk to my yeah. clients every damn day, like every day, like yeah. I, you know, within reason, like if, if I'm sleeping, that's a different situation, but, but you know, like, it's like, but this is the beautiful thing to kind of look at and be like, who do I want to be seen as? Yeah. Who do I want to be seen as? And every single like thing that I've been disappointed in, I've always taken it as, okay, how can I, now, one, see this differently, but two, mm-hmm. how can I choose to show up even better so that I'm the go-to person for this, you know, so that yeah. I can fill that gap. But anyways, um, tell us about your, your transformation there and what you felt like you did to kind of combat that and know that it's safe to reinvest too. Like it's safe to yeah. continue to grow your business and to trust someone again, even though like, you know what I mean? Like that's something I feel like we go through too. It's like, well, I don't know yeah. what to do, but I've been burned before. Yep. 
Oh yeah, absolutely. So the biggest thing for me, the biggest transformation out of this is I'm somebody who has, I really struggle with having uh, difficult conversations mm. and I'm somebody who is afraid of like really kind of like somebody to know I'm happy with what you're doing. I'm the type of person who would more likely just let something go and just like, mm. all right, I'll just get over it. Um, and so these were two situations where I was very much like, this is not what I was sold. And right. This, this is not what I signed up for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I stood up for myself one. Um, but I also was able to take those experiences and not turn them into like, oh, well, I can never invest in a coaching again. I can never right. do that. A hundred percent. Coaching has been a huge aspect. And, and even though those specific coaches I took something away. Maybe I was, I've still been able to get amazing results in my business. Yes, of course. Um, And I was able to take things and apply them. Um, But ultimately I felt wronged in a way Mm -hmm. uh, by these different situations, but I was able to take care of them in a constructive way and a business-like way. Um, Right. And I, and I also am more careful about how I do things now. Right. like I'm considering investing in another coach. Like I'm ready to, to become a seven figure earner. Like I want to do that as soon as Mm -hmm. possible. That might be next year for me. Like I believe with my heart that I can be a seven figure earner as early as next year. Absolutely. Um, But I know that it it will take some investing and it will take some, maybe some mindset coach, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, Maybe it's more energetic stuff. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't feel like I need a ton of strategy anymore. This right. So you're like, girl, like- I have got the strategy. But yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's constantly learning and growing. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, and it's, it's just making sure I think it feels like a hell yes. I think that every single time that, yeah. I, um, that I was somewhat disappointed, it's because um, I second guessed it at first. Like I, I wasn't sure. Um, yeah. But then I, I did it. And here's the thing. I... I don't regret any of the situations that I, I was in. I don't regret any of them because it made yeah. me stronger. Mm-hmm. I learned a lesson. And you know what? Someone else's experience might not be that way. That could have been just my experience. And, yeah. you know, you, just, you never know. Yeah. Um, but it's also like, it's like, it's like seeking your person. But also, I think that the beautiful message here is like, like really we get to fill those gaps to be that person. And yes. that's why even more so you have got to put yourself and your voice and your message and sell, 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 mm-hmm. sell out there so that you can be the go-to person rather than maybe, you know, right. something that might not be a good fit for your potential client. Like, yeah. So I'm totally with you. I, that's, I think it's such an yeah. important thing to talk about that people don't talk about, you know, and, and, it, but it's, it's, it's seen it in, in, in the other way. And I'm so glad that you brought that up for this and, and knowing that now you get to be victorious about this and you don't, you know, crawl into a corner and cry. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't. And whatever the situation is, it's like you come out of it. Yeah. I didn't play a victim role in it. I have, I just confronted it and yeah. Um, I've been able to invest in coaches since then. And I plan to again, yeah, just, yeah. You make sure it's a hell yes. And yes. do research, yeah. um, look, look for results and more than that, not just results, because there's people that do get results that you might not vibe with personally, mm-hmm. like see if you vibe with them personally yeah. and don't find yourself on a call and you feel like you're second guessing it. 
Right. And they're taking you into it based on a fast action discount or something right. like that. Like, please yeah. don't just, just be like, listen, if, if I really want to work with you, like uh-huh. I know that in my heart Yeah. Um, and I need time to think yeah. about it and it's okay. Right. And it's like, That's for me okay. too, like, um, what I speak into existence and what I know to be true is like my clients that want to work with me, they, they know, they know they're like, Oh my God, Brooke is freaking yeah. awesome. Alyssa is freaking awesome. I know I want to work with her, mm-hmm. you know, like I know it, I just right. know it. And then you just need to identify the logistics of like, what does that actually look like? So I absolutely yeah. love this. Okay. What is like the most exciting thing that you've got going on in your business or your life right now? Uh, hmm, what most exciting. Okay. So probably most exciting. I am actually on the cusp of launching a book. Actually, when this episode <gasps> comes out, my book will be launched. Ooh, it's ooh, an ooh. ebook. It's nice, short, sweet. Um, just giving some really tactical stuff all about mindset and motivation. Mm, uh, and, oh, good. Uh, marketing. Really cool. marketing is, is a huge piece of that. Um, so that book will be launched on 12, three. And, oh yeah, it'll definitely, um, it, it's definitely yeah. already out because of when I know this episode <laughs> is officially going to air. So <laughs> we, we have the links in the show notes for you. <laughs> yeah, the links are in the show notes. For you the so that's exciting. That's been a long time coming. That's been a project I've been working mm. on. Um, this whole funnel uh, yeah. has been since August, I think I've been working on this Wow. So it's super exciting. I can't wait to see it. That's so much fun. Okay. Well, why don't you tell people where they can love on you, where they can reach out to you, where they can see more of you, where they can learn all your good, valuable, awesome tips and tricks and all the fun things. Yeah. So first things first, um, go to the show notes and check out my book of course (laughs) uh there will be the link there and also I have a group called uncensored and unstoppable entrepreneurs um and that is really where I show up it's where I give people love I uh do live trainings in there two to three Mm -hmm. times a week um and answer people's questions and and like I said, I party in there so yeah and obviously we've got similar vibes because unstoppable is like it's just, it just is. We are just unstoppable. And so yeah. come hang out with us because duh. So you know what? <laughs> I have to tell you, I have to tell you where, um, uh, where unstoppable came from for me is that I couldn't name my book. Um, nobody steal this. I'll beat you because I'm still going to make a book. Called yeah. This, but yes. Yes. It, my book was supposed to be called broke to badass oh (laughs) my current editor because we're using it in facebook said no i can't you're not gonna be able to do that facebook is gonna flag you yeah we can't promote that book that's so so funny i used to call my program broke to booked out badass and now it's called booked out badass yeah 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 that's so fun though that's so fun Oh my gosh. And then it was like, well, I'm uncensored. I'm unfiltered. I think that uh, that, yep. I love it. I love it. Oh my gosh. Obviously they're going to come love on you and stalk you and creep on you and come see you. It's going to be great. Oh, well, thank you so much for being here today. This was so much fun. Thank you for having me. 
Thank you guys so, so much for spending some time with me on the Fiercely Unstoppable podcast. I am so grateful that you are here and I'm grateful to be in your ears. If you could just take one moment to share this episode on social media, tag me in it, or even with someone personally that you think would love this, that would be absolutely incredible. Also, if you guys are loving this podcast, be sure to share it with me by leaving a review on iTunes and by subscribing to this channel so I can keep the good stuff coming. I cannot wait to connect with you on the next show. In the meantime, get out there and become fiercely unstoppable.